Visit your neighborhood sanctuary and do wellness for a luxurious experience for everybody. Treat yourself and a loved one with a massage, facial, or an entire day of pampering with our deluxe spa day packages that include lunch from the restaurant next door, fire and rice. For more information on booking or purchasing gift cards, visit their website at endowellness.com or call at 443-438-4048. They look forward to welcoming you and your loved ones to their beautiful new space at Soha Union, located at 4801 Harper Road, Suite 1. Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. This is going to be one of the last episodes of the season. I'm so excited to have this episode. I've been waiting to get these people on the show for the longest time. It's been over a year and a half to get them on, but you know, say like good things come to those who wait. So I'm very excited to tell you guys we're on location at Coco's. Woo, Coco's. If you don't know about Coco's, we're about to find out about Coco's. And we have right now the kitchen manager, Mr. Eric, right here. Hello. And then we have CEO, Ms. <laughs> Marcella. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Hey, thank you guys for coming on the show. Really appreciate no it. No problem. Thank you. And uh, this is very exciting because this is my, one of my favorite restaurants to go to in Baltimore. Actually, anywhere in the world. The best crab cake in Baltimore. How many times? I can't count how many times you guys have won. Uh, we're, we're always in the, in the running for it, which is, it's, it's great to hear just because, I mean, as you know, this place is so small. It's off the beaten path. It's, it's quirky. And to, to get the notoriety that we've received over the last, what, 10, 15 years is, is crazy. It's, it's mind-blowing, but we couldn't be happier at this place. Yeah, it's been, um, we've had quite a few uh, awards with Best Crab Cake, and we always seem to be in the top three whenever there's any contest. Um, we're always up in the top three, and we're just happy to be one of those. The mayor always shouts you guys out every time. The mayor, yes, Brandon mayor Scott, he's always mayors. like, got to get a double platter. He's a double platter, right? He's a double yes, platter, man. Yeah. Jump yeah. And that's, how many ounces is that? That's 22 ounces of crab cake. Yeah. That's a lot of crab cake. So let's tell, tell the audience a little bit about Coco's, the history of Coco's. How long has it been around in Baltimore? Okay, so um, my parents, um, John and Joanna Cocovinos, uh, opened Coco's in 1985. And it was uh, just a little neighborhood bar at the time. And we didn't even have a kitchen. Um, so they put a kitchen in and it had just a couple pieces of equipment. Um, stovetop, uh, countertop pizza oven. That's what we used to cook our crab cakes in. And we probably sold 12 a week, 12 a week or something <laughs> like that. We used to go out and buy a, like a pound or two of crab meat from Jerry D's up in Parkville. And, um, that's how we, you know, we started and it just got popular and somewhere along the line took off and now it just keeps snowballing. I love hearing that because, uh, I mean, I didn't realize about Coco. So I lived in Northeast Baltimore from 2005. That's when I moved back home. I didn't know about Coco's until 2011. And I only lived really wow. three miles from it here. Three miles I lived from here. Yeah. And I did not know until 2011. Isn't that crazy, mind-boggling when you think about it? Um because I grew up when, so I was originally from the Randallstown West Side area. So I knew about, you know, G&Ms and things of that nature, right. a Timbuktu. So that was always the West Side thing, but I never knew about Coco's. And the story I always tell people is when I learned about Coco's was when 
I was downtown at a restaurant in Harbor East, and this guy says, what do you think the best crab cake? And I'm like, honestly, the best crab cake I like is going down to Lexa Market. That's, that's where I grew up on, going to get the peanuts and crab cakes. And he's like, you got to go to Coco's. And I'm like, where's Coco's at? Where's this place at? He's like, it's on Harbor Road. I'm like, I live like <laughs> two streets from Harbor Road. How can this what be? What are you talking about? Uh, he was like, let me tell you. The bright yellow building. Right, the bright yellow. He's like, it's going to be weird when you join. <laughs> like, is this really what this is? You're going to think it's a hole in the wall, but it's not. And it's, it's very bright and, you know, it gets that warm feeling. And I said, you know what? That next day, they were like, he's like, come on Thursdays. This is going to be even a throwback for you guys. It was like $2 off or a couple uh, dollars off on yeah. Thursdays back in the day. And that's when it would be packed in here and you had to go, you had to eat, eat in, correct? You couldn't yeah. get takeout for it. Right. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I remember that. And um, I remember I came in on, came here the following week on a Friday during lunchtime. And I sat by myself at the bar and I was like, let me try this crab cake. And let me tell you, I fell in love from that standpoint from that point on. And now I bring my parents who, my parents will drive all the way over from Owens Mills to have crab cakes. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a bless, it's a blessing that you guys are in our neighborhood, and we really appreciate what you guys do. So that's my little Coco story. All yeah, right. <laughs> my brother, he used to attend bar here um, a few years back, and he would tell me stories like people would come in, they're like, we drove all the way from Perry, you know, we were small, so obviously seating's very limited. He said, we drove all the way from Perry Hall, you know, to get a crab cake, and we have to wait for a seat, and he's like, they're from Virginia, they're from Philly, they're from, you know, it's like, it's crazy that, like, you know, you came from two zip codes away, like, you think, you like, oh, I drove so far, it's like, literally people come from all over to come here, and it's, it's so crazy to hear, you know, just this little tiny place, but, you know, it's, it's. Yeah, Saturdays especially, it's yeah. full of out-of-towners, people will drive here for the day just to pick up lunch, or to have lunch in. Yeah. Wow. So, Ms. Marcella, let's talk about the family business. Did you grow up in restaurants like as it was or because I now know where the name comes from now. Right. From the family's yes. name. And like when you like were you did you always know that you would be wanting to take over this restaurant or did you were like, ah, I don't want to be a part of this. I, this is family. Thing. I, I, yeah, just... I didn't really want to be part of it when I was younger. I was 19 when my parents bought the place. Um, I did uh, 10 bar a couple nights a week, but I had a full time office job. And um, I worked uh, for a company for 10 years in the corporate world. And I started missing being here. And um, so I came back and started working full-time here. Um, took some college classes, marketing, business, accounting, all that kind of stuff. And um, here I am. Nice. <laughs> you know, I just kind of got got once I did that I was doing that like I said you know I'll, I wasn't happy with my job anymore because I didn't feel like I was really growing anymore so I figured I'd go to school work here full-time and then move on and that didn't happen I'm still just, trying to get her to move on <laughs> <laughs> I just stayed and you know um now I, I love that I'm here and I love that I was you know had the the opportunity to work with my mom and my dad um, all these years. And when did you officially take over the reins of the business? Uh, it's kind of hard to say officially because I took over a lot of responsibilities from my mom about 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, slowly just did more and more and more. And then, unfortunately, my dad had a heart attack and he had to have a triple bypass. And by then, my mom was 70. 
And I was like, okay, mom, now it's time. You, you have to quit. <laughs> you have to stay home and take care of dad. And that's what she did. Folks, we'll be right back after these messages. No Picks After Dark podcast is proudly sponsored by OpenWorks Baltimore. OpenWorks is Baltimore's largest makerspace, offering access to tools ranging from 3D printers to welders and training in how to use them. OpenWorks also offers affordable studio space, a coffee shop, and fun and free events throughout the year. But OpenWorks is more than a public workshop. It's a community of creative professionals, students, seniors, entrepreneurs, and makers of all kinds. Check out the website at www.openworksbmore.org or Instagram at open underscore works underscore bmore for class schedules, membership options, and more. The No Picks After Dark podcast is fueled by Zeke's Coffee. Have you tried their coffee yet? I'm telling you, there is something different about it. Maybe it's because they roast their beans in a fluid coffee roaster, which provides the most accurate roasting temperatures and made with love. You will just have to check it out for yourself and try their delicious food while you're at it. Open now for curbside service, carryout, and delivery, and they also do wholesale. Visit Zeke's Coffee at 4719 Harper Road. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday, 8 to 5 p.m. Kitchen closes at 3 p.m. Or visit Zeke'sCoffee.com and you too can be fueled Zeke's. The No Picks After Dark podcast is proudly sponsored by Maggie's Farm. Located at 4341 Hartford Road, Maggie's Farm offers a unique dining experience with delicious handcrafted cocktails and mouth-awarding cuisine from falafel to scallops and everyone's favorite honey sriracha cauliflower wings. Open for dinner from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday and serving brunch Saturday 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. with delectable chicken and waffles, shrimp and grits, biscuits and gravy, and more. Check out Maggie's Farm on Instagram and Facebook for daily and weekly food specials as well. And folks, we are back at Coco's. Again, this is one of my favorite restaurants in the whole entire world, actually. And anytime I bring anybody in Baltimore to come visit, we come to Coco's and we get crab cakes here. And right now we're with Mr. Eric kitchen manager who's been in. How many years have you been, Mr. Eric? Uh, this was my first job when I was, what, 13 years old, just sweeping up behind the bar. I left for a few years, went to college, um, but I came back. Um, so I would say off and on since I was 13, but for, what, maybe seven years now, full-time? That's nice, nice. And Miss Marcella, the, the owner, CEO, CFO, everything, all, all, the, all, the, all the labels. Really appreciate you guys taking time, hanging out on No Picture Dark podcast. It's a, it's a blessing. I'm a neighborhood podcast. It's a neighborhood restaurant. This is just a marriage made in heaven right here talking. So let's talk about the degree by the crab cakes, okay? Um, locally sourced. That's a big t- topic mm-hmm. all the time about crab meat. Give us a little breakdown of, like, how it goes with locally sourced, when is it locally sourced, when is it not locally sourced, so people have an idea, so we can educate our customers a little bit about that. So locally sourced crab meat in this region is talking about the Chesapeake Bay. Um, it is available. It's available during the summertime, um, and it is very good, and we use it when we can, but there's a lot of times that we're also not just a summer restaurant. We're open year-round. So we, we do have to reach out to North Carolina. We get crab meat from them. Um, Louisiana, 
Alabama, those regions, and uh, Venezuela is also another country, a different country that we get our product from. They're all very good products, and that's what we pride ourselves on. We don't go with just the local meat because it, we want to say we use Maryland crab meat. Sometimes the Alabama meat's the best. Sometimes North Carolina meat's the best. A lot of times, really, the Venezuelan meat's the best. Um, it, it all depends on what we get in. If something comes in that door, we don't like it, we send it back. Pissed off many of sales reps doing this, um, but it, it just we we have a, a quality that we need to maintain for our customers to come in, and they expect the best, and we want to give them the best. Sometimes the best isn't Maryland, and there's a lot of times Maryland's not available um, during the winter months. It's just simply not available. So when a lot of places are saying we use only Maryland crab meat, we're like, where'd you get it? Um, so if you want to touch on anything yeah. else, um, no, I think that's about it. Okay. Um, I, I will say that the one crab meat that we never ever use is, is China crab meat. Oh God, that stuff is disgusting. It, it is it is terrible. Um, it's it's just not something we would use here yeah. ever. Because I know a lot of people they, they question like uh, where's the crab meat coming from? Um, they right, want and nothing know, against China. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing against China, but their crab meat is awful. Yeah. No, no, no. A, lo- a lot of people I know they question the crab meat. They they is it is it Maryland? It's always here. Maryland's a little bit sweeter. Is that true, or is that, or how do you like? I mean, I guess I think it's also the, the because when we get crab meat, of course, it's already cooked, so we steam our crab meat where where like Louisiana, yeah, the, they, they have, boil their crab meat. Okay, so it it's more watery. Yeah, um, so, you have to get it from certain picking houses down there that don't boil their crab because sometimes we get it in and it, it's a can of water. I'm like, no, we're not taking this. Um, so it's it's really like trial and error and there's there's some local meats that we don't use their products a lot of maryland um they have too much shell in them or they're not steamed right or they're very mushy we don't accept product from them uh it's it's all blue crab yeah we only use blue swimming crab and that's the the chinese crab is i think was said it was a red swimming crab um so, so that's probably yeah, why it's not so Yeah, good. it's it's not the greatest, but... Um, but that's the one we won't even let through our door yeah. to even test, because every time we have, it's not not been up to our standards. That's a big thing, because a lot of people ask about that. There are a lot, That's always a Yeah, topic. that's why I wanted to say that, because I'll have people say, you don't use that China stuff, do you? And I'm like, no, we, we do not no. use that. So the mix. Let's talk about the mix. Is there a secret family mix that you guys use? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my mom um, came up with the recipe, and she worked in a bunch of different um, bars and restaurants when she was younger. And the, the most notable one is the pump room down on North Avenue. Okay. I don't know. You might be too young, too young to know about the pump room, but that was a yeah, that was a famous <laughs> place. So a lot of people, I'm sure, will will know it. And um, so that's where she came up with the recipe, just playing around with it. Um, working in, in different places now what would you guys say what did your what did your mixture to crab ratio when you guys make the crab cake so out of 13 pounds of crab meat we use 18 ma- ounces yeah we use 18, so. 18 ounces of bread and then maybe it's not much um so we really try to load our it's, crab it's cakes mostly up crab meat. yeah um, and it's 11 ounces 11 ounces we use 13 pounds of crab meat and we get 22 23 crab cakes now, with now you guys have a couple different sizes of crab cakes now. 
Yes. Now, like, tell them, tell the audience a little bit about that because I know you guys brought back the junior this year. Yes. With the pandemic, so we'll talk about the crab cake size and we'll talk about the pandemic after that. So, crab cake sizes, what size? How many ounces are this crab cake that you guys have? This portion of the episode is sponsored by Found Studio Shop. Looking for unique gifts curated by an artist? Shop online at foundstudioshop.com and explore delightful selection of gifts for the holidays. Handmade jewelry, ceramics, cards, and more. Or pamper yourself or your loved ones with candles, gift boxes, and locally made bath and body products. All of this and more is available for your shipping or local pickup at 4337 Hartford Road in Northeast Baltimore. Browse whenever the mood strikes at foundstudioshop.com or come in for an in-person browsing. So we're, we became famous for the 11 ounce crab cake. That's the, the big one that people come in. Um, but we, we usually, before the pandemic, we offered a junior during lunchtime because most people don't want to come in and eat 11 ounce crab cake during their lunch break. Some people do, bless their souls, but a lot of people don't. So we offered that um, for lunch pre-pandemic. Once the pandemic kicked off, it just became too much on us to ha- offer two sizes of crab cakes and facilitating all the carryout orders. It was a it was a big logistical nightmare in here. So we just we nixed the six ounce. Then the crab meat prices went through the roof, and we can't have people coming in spending sixty dollars on one crab cake. So we had we brought the junior back. It was um, it was a big success. You know, people wanted the smaller, so we've decided to keep it on the menu. We have it available right now. Um, We've talked about taking it back off for the weekend nights because we really that's when people come in for the big one, like out-of-towners. They want what they came in for. They want that big crab cake. Um, and they're, they're the same recipe, same lumps in them, same. It's just a smaller portion for the six-ounce. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been a pretty big success bringing that one back. Let's talk about the pandemic. When the pandemic happened, <sighs> yeah, because this place isn't that big. No. And indoor dining, just you guys were like, we're not going to go with it. We're going to leave it alone. Um, how did you pivot? Like how, because I know you didn't open up for a while. It took you guys like, well, a couple, it was a couple weeks you guys didn't open up. And then you guys. No, we stayed no, open, you guys did open straight okay. through. Okay, yeah. you stayed open. We okay. were, at one point, I th- felt like we were the only restaurant in Baltimore open. Yeah. Because we had, I'm not kidding when I tell you, like hundreds of people outside waiting. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have a system down yet. Right. So they were yeah. everywhere. Like just, it was scary when you looked outside. All these people wanted their food. Like it was, you know, we had a table set up. People would come and order. Um, and then we, we had like a bullhorn at one point <laughs> telling people when their order yeah, was, was ready. It was, it was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. I remember coming up here on a Friday and there was a lot, the line was wrapped around the corner mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's when we finally figured out we need a line. This yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like, we, we painted parrots out front for people to stand on to keep socially distanced. We tried everything under the sun, but like. A lot of times we're just throwing our hands up in the air and going, well, let's see what happens today. Because, like, every day was so different. And Yeah, we learned. We yeah. learned every day, every week we got a little better. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, people were like, wow, you guys have the best system here. You know, I was talking with somebody at a function last week, and they talked about your, your system. And they said just exactly what you said. It's the one, the best system set up. You know, it was always, you never felt claustrophobic. You never felt stressed it was like you had to clean pens dirty pens you had sit over here this is you come on this side it's the order side this side is the pickup side you know it was always a really good 
it's easy. Yeah. It, you guys made it easy for the customers. So salute to you guys for that. That's that was. I mean. It was flawless. I, I, I mean, I'm sure behind the scenes it was probably. Oh, <laughs> if you would have seen us in here some days, we were pulling our hair out. We didn't know what was going on. But we eventually, like she said, we came up with a system. We had a flow. Because for the longest time, like when, when the pandemic kicked off, I'll never forget this. I was, I was at the gym. We, we were having a staff meeting that day when they shut down the restaurants. And 8 o'clock, we were like, maybe we'll hold on. We, no, we decided we were just going to switch to nothing but carry out. We were going to get ahead of the curve. And then 11 o'clock, the press conference came out that we all had to close down. And I, remember I was at the gym. I was on the elliptical. And I just texted her. I was like, well, I guess here we go. And ever since then, I mean, it was a, it, it was a bumpy transition for sure, um, especially because the whole world went from dining in to eating out. So paper products were gone, you know, like ordering products just became a nightmare. But eventually we all shifted and we were able to get our product lines in and we came up with a system and uh you know hats off to the staff because i mean my yeah, so my job changed a lot but the people who were used to attending bar they were no longer attending bar people who were waiting on tables they were no longer waiting on table they were answering phones they were doing things they didn't really sign up to do but they handled it flaw i can't say flawlessly but you know just hats off to them they all did a fantastic job and like you said it became like we all developed a system everybody had ideas because it wasn't just one person that came with this idea right. of of switching to carry out and having it be so successful. Everybody out here just did such a great job and, you know, hats off to them. This, this place became a, a warehouse. It didn't, it didn't even resemble a restaurant by. Yep. It was like a factory April. in here. Yeah. I will say, um, Ms. Marcel, you probably won't remember this, but it was one of the holidays, it might have been Father's Day or something like that. And there was some little confusion on crab cakes, whatever. It was a, it was a post, and somebody reposted it and whatnot. Oh, and yeah. I remember oh, yeah. it, and I was one of the customers. I remember this, and I always tell people this story. There was a line, two, there were a line of people come pick up crab cakes. And they were like, your name was on this list. And I was like, oh, no, like, I just I ordered three or four crab cakes. Like, no, your name's on the list. And I remember you pulled me aside and you said, we're going to make it right. We, we're going to make it right. We're going to get these crab cakes taken care of you. We're going to figure it out. This is that day. And, and I remember and, that day. And I remember <laughs> you were like, come back either like the next day and pick up the crab cakes. And you guys made it happen. And let me tell you something. Most restaurants would have said, I don't care. I, we're, we don't have it. And I remember that. I always tell people that story. And when people come to town or anything, I say, go to Coco's. Because I, that service, you didn't have to do that. But you did that, and you helped out others that were there. Yeah, there were yeah. there were quite a few people that showed up, and because someone had reposted it, and then I, we had already sold out, yeah. and um, I was like, oh my gosh, I felt so bad. So I even offered some people. I said, look, you can either come back at three o'clock. I'll make more. You can come back at three o'clock, or I'll give you a gift card right. to use at a future date. Oh, and um, oh man. They, they said, no, we'll be back at 3 o'clock. We don't want the free gift card. We, 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 we'll come back and pay for your crab cakes. We want them. Agreed. And so they did, and I, I stayed here for hours longer. We, we were just... It, it was get, we're getting ready for vacation, right, at that point? Yeah, I think it was vacation, yeah. yeah maybe. Well, I remember yeah. that. It was, it was... But for some reason... It was a staycation we, this yeah, year, but... <laughs> we, yeah, we, had, we had more crab cakes than we anticipated left over. Yeah. And so I was like, we put them on sale, you know, we reduced the price. I can't remember what it was, but 
People went crazy. It didn't matter because it I was, was going so by deep. it. I didn't care. All right, so we got this crab cake in front of me. I can't ignore it. Um, what, what? I mean, I mean, what? This right here. What, I mean, I'm gonna show for the camera real quick. I know everybody's like, "Oh my god, what is this? This is the crab cake." Okay. This tomato is one of the best tomatoes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Every time I get this tomato, I'm eating on camera, sorry. But this tomato. That's like one of the things we're also known for yes. is the, the thick and slice that, of tomato. That I have to say hats off to my mom yep. because she loves her tomatoes. She would only get the best tomatoes in here um, and just sprinkles the old bay on it and just people go crazy. I'll make sure it. the camera, the camera sees it. Okay. I mean, this is size of my face. It's old school. We're yeah. old school. Yeah. <laughs> what other things on your menu do you guys have that besides crab cake? Because I'm going to tell you, one of my favorite things on the menu, there's two favorite things I have on this menu besides the crab cake, is the chicken wings. Chicken wings. Yeah. Oh, my, let me tell you. And the shrimp salad. Barring on the best shrimp salad I've had. What about you guys? What are you, some of your favorites that you like? People come um, I really like our coconut shrimp. We hand bread those in-house. Um, they're really good. Um, our wing sauces are all oh. made. Um, the rib burgers. Yeah, burgers are a big hit here. Um, they're really good. Patty daily, obviously. Um, we don't use any frozen stuff. Our ribs are really good. Yeah, we have people ribs, yeah. that drive from across town to get our ribs. Yeah. I don't know if you ever tried them. But. Oh, I have. Shout out to the Green uh, family. I have. I've had the ribs. The ribs <laughs> and the delicious. Parrothead chicken. That's yep. the, yeah, that's my dad's new yeah. favorite. He's literally yeah, addicted. Awesome. I've had the shrimp and grits here. That was amazing. Oh, uh, yes. yes. Eric oh, does some great yeah. specials. Oh, um, Normally on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of lost that yeah, during, during the, the pandemic. pandemic. It was so hard for And we haven't picked it up yet, but those are things we're going to be working on again Oh, after the holiday grits. season. That was, was like a Cajun style you did. Yep. Oh, <laughs> we need that It's back. good. It's coming. <laughs> we it's need coming. that back. I'll let you know. We I'll need let that you know. Back. I keep trying to get them to get the, the, the crab meat one. What are they? Egg rolls. Egg rolls. Oh, oh. Yeah. Did you try those? Oh, the crab egg rolls. Yeah. They oh. are let me, Unreal. They are so good. See, you're putting me on the spot here. I know. I tell him, I go, I go, please make them. I said, look, I would go out of my way to come here to eat those. That's how. Oh, crab egg rolls are the best. They're the best. His are, are phenomenal, though. Can't wait. Can't wait. So <laughs> let's talk about Thanksgiving has passed. We're, this will be up after Thanksgiving. Christmas orders. When are we putting the Christmas orders in uh, to make sure people can order some for Christmas? Uh, give us the hours. You guys will be open during Christmas hours. Will you guys be open Christmas Eve because it's on a Friday this year? Yes. Um, um, give us a breakdown of the ordering process. They can order online for Cocos. Right, yes. Yeah. So we, we do offer online ordering now. We're finally in the 21st century. Um, so they can place their orders for uncooked crab cakes to serve on uh, Christmas or if they're having family in, they want to get carry out to go. Um, we are accepting reservations for Christmas week. Um, they will fill up, absolutely will fill up. So if you want to get your family in here, definitely make your reservations as soon as possible. Um, Christmas Eve, we are closing at 6 p.m. Uh, the kitchen will be closing probably around 5. Um, small business probably is what we go with. Um, but also we do ship our crab cakes nationwide. So that will cut off the 19th, I believe, is the Friday for our last shipment. 17th. 17th. Because yeah, our, our last shipment, our last shipment is, the is the 20th. Um, and that's for next day delivery. They should arrive on the 21st. Um, so, yeah, that's how they can get them nationwide. But if you're local enough, just come in and pick them up. And we're sitting here at the bar. They are full-service bar here, folks. Full-service bar. 
And we have some fabulous cocktails. We have got some rockin' bartenders that can make some serious craft cocktails. What's a specialty craft cocktail that everybody eats here that's a popular one? I see some... um, it looks like some fermented, uh, what is that? Oh, so that's our sangria, sangria. fall sangria. Yep. So our um, <laughs> our bartender, Aga, she comes up with some sang- some um, seasonal sangrias right now. It's the fall. It's got some apple in it. It's a red wine base. Very good. Um, so that's definitely a big hit. Um, but I, th- I would say our most popular. Fig. Yeah, the Notorious Fig. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, right it's now. got some Woodford Reserve in it. It's really good, yeah. And of course, we're famous for our margaritas. Yeah. That's what started. Yeah, the margaritas, the <laughs> yeah. marks. Gotta go with the marks. Um, where can we like? So I'm gonna. You guys have went through everything. Anything else you guys want to mention about Coco's? I'm just hoping to see everybody soon. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 recovering from the pandemic. Yeah. We're finally getting back into the swing of things. As far as I mean, when we first opened back up for indoor dining, we were still doing a lot of carryout. And that's something that we are continuing is to offer our full menu for takeout now. Um, we didn't do that in the past. We used to just do our crab cakes to go. But uh, since everyone supported us during the pandemic, we didn't want to turn around and take that away. And so we're still offering the full menu to go and um as well as dine-in and however you want to join us we're here yeah. all right and this, this is the 11 ounce crab kick is in front of me the six ounce junior is still around yep. so that's exciting anytime do you think the crab prices will go down anytime soon so they have they, they have, have receded down, yes. a lot actually um we were paying 61 dollars a pound at one point for crab meat i know you Ooh. sent me a picture of yeah, this. 75 dollars a pound I did send you a and i was like oh my god um, but yeah, they've come down dramatically, dramatically. but they're still not but, steady. Yeah, they're still, they like, they'll go down one week and then go back up the next. So it hasn't like settled. Yeah. If you guys think the stock yet. market's crazy, you should try the crab meat market. It's insane. Wow. But, um, yeah, so they, they've come down, they, they've come back up, they've gone down, they've come back up, but we're starting to see a little bit of flatlining, a little bit more availability opening. Um, so we're happy about that. That's great. Now we're going to get off the crabs for a little bit. We're going to talk about something. Quick questions. Okay. Rapid fire. Right. Flats or drums? Flats. Flats. Blue cheese or ranch? Blue cheese. Blue cheese. I love it. I love it. We, we, and uh, Eric makes homemade blue cheese. Oh, I've had it. Awesome. I've had it. It's so delicious. Good. What is your favorite thing to do when you're not at work? Think about work. No. Um, <laughs> mine is uh, probably workout or um, I like to smoke meats, something we don't really do much here. Sometimes I put some specials on, but mm. I like to smoke meats at my house. Um, so that's a big thing with, uh, with me and, and nature, get out in nature. Yep. I also like to get out in nature, and I prefer to do it in Dewey Beach, Delaware. <laughs> okay, okay. And what's the best advice you've ever received? Never give up. That's, I mean, every, anytime you read a little motivational book or something, just, just keep pushing forward. That's kind of our mantra through the entire pandemic. I mean, there was times that all we wanted to do was cry, but we had to just keep pushing forward. So just never give up on your dreams, and we're making a reality here. And um, I have to say, Mr. Fisher, Mr. Fisher was a very good, Mr. Frank Fisher, very good customer of ours for years and years, passed away fairly recently, maybe Mm -hmm. two years ago, and he was in his 90s. A matter of fact, he sat right in this bar stool for his 90th birthday and celebrated with us. And Mr. Fisher always said, keep the faith. And we actually had a plaque made that says, keep the faith. Hanging up in our dining room, and that is to honor Mr. Fisher. I love it. I They're love words it. to live by. Where can we find you guys on social media? 
and all that good stuff. Uh, so we have a Instagram page and we also have a Facebook. So it's a, just type in Coco's Pub and it should come up. Um, and we also have a website that has all of our updated pricing. You can order online. You can do our shipping through there. Order T-shirts, gift cards are all um, available online now. Because, uh, like I said, we are in the 21st century now. <laughs> we went kicking and screaming, but we're finally yes. here. Um, so, yeah, uh, just Google us. We come up. Yes, and it's K-O-C-O. Yes. Everybody spells it wrong. Yep. But it's K-O-C-O. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for making this happen. This interview, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it to come out. Thank you guys for being a staple to Northeast community. Absolutely. Thank you. We're excited that that bridge will be opening very soon. Oh, God, I can't yes. wait. And that's more business that will be coming through here, stopping on it, getting mm-hmm. crab cakes, shrimp, shrimp salad, ribs, chicken. Wings. And hopefully wings. And then we can get that. Uh, that all right, shrimp and grits are coming. Okay. All right. All right. You know how to put you in a spot. You know, you know how to put you in a spot. But, uh, again, thank you, folks, so much for everything. Love, peace, and happiness. You can find me on nopixelordark.com. And no pixels for the dark on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. All the good stuff. Have a good one. The No Picks After Dark podcast is proudly partnered with Remix Bar and Grill, located at 819 East Pratt Street, just north of Harbor East. Remix is a sports bar offering a sole food menu. With over 20 TVs, pool tables, outdoor patio seating, and private rooms, Remix is set up to be your premier downtown destination to watch all your favorite sporting events. Open from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. Monday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 12 a.m. Friday and Saturday, and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday. Check out Remix Bar and Grill on Instagram and Facebook under at R-Y-M-K-S Baltimore for daily happy hour specials and weekly events. Remix Baltimore.